Kimball Walker is a four-time NBA All-Star, a member of the 2019 USA National Team, an NCAA champion, and the all-time leading scorer for the Charlotte Hornets. In 2019, he left Charlotte to join the Boston Celtics before ultimately returning to his roots in New York, where he's currently the starting point guard for the New York Knicks. Kimba grew up in the Bronx. He was a rising star at his high school in Harlem and made a name for himself nationally when he led the Yukon Huskies to win the NCAA championship in 2011. Later that year, Kimba was a top draft pick for what would become the worst team in NBA history, statistically speaking, the Charlotte Bobcats. On a recent trip back to Charlotte before facing off against his old team, Kimba sat down with Rick to talk about the ups and downs of his career, a day in the life of an NBA superstar, and how he imagines life after basketball. This is Three Things with Kimba Walker. Today on the show, I have just the greatest privilege of having my little brother on the show, Kimba Walker. Uh, Kimba, welcome back to Charlotte. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me. So good to be back home. So good. Uh, you know what? I know you still have a place here, and, and this is really home for you after you play for us for so long. Yeah. But uh, I want to start right there. Uh, where does your humility and your kindness, because I see it day in, day out. I see it with no matter who it is. Where, where does that come from? Um, I don't know. It's just, it's just who I am. I think maybe for my parents. Um, you know, my parents are pretty laid back, especially my dad. He's super laid back. So I think I, I kind of take after him a lot. And I think a lot of it just comes from where I come from. You know, yeah. I'm like, you know, my upbringing and, you know, my surroundings as a, as a, as a, as a young kid, um, you know, friends not going down the right path, you know. Um, yeah. yeah. I've seen people not being treated right. Like, just, just so many, just so many aspects, you know, um, you know, going, going to who I am, um. So I think a lot of it definitely has to do with with my my upbringing. Were you like a superstar in your teens, or did you kind of have to blossom later? And mm -hmm. maybe maybe that also kind of yeah, I was I was definitely a late bloomer, which was which I can't complain about at all. Yeah. I, I loved every 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 step of it um, because I've seen what can happen to guys who just have too much attention. You know, it can it can get to you, um, and I it, it's it's. It's, it wasn't something that happened to me. I was a late, I was a late bloomer. I kind of had to work for every single thing I, that I had, you know. Yeah. And so, what was it like playing hoops in New York City? There's so many stories about what's that like. It was amazing. It was amazing. Like, you know, for me, I had a I had a court right in the back of my building. So, literally, like, my mom barely would let me go outside. Honestly, really? Yeah. She was so strict. But I would like, I would sneak out the house sometimes, go back there. Thank God that our window was in front of the building, so she could never look. She could never look. In the, she could never look out the back of the out the back to see if I was out there. But it was times I would sneak out, um, That's so and good. just like just just vision myself making like game winning shots and just like just having a a blast out there. And yeah, New York City basketball is the best. That, it, it was who, no. Who gyms. did you play growing up? Who, who was um. I played, it was just guys in the neighborhood, to yeah, be honest. Yeah. Like talent guys everywhere. Yeah, like we had so many talented guys in my neighborhood, like so many talented guys. And my game came from like just a bunch of different guys in my neighborhood who were so talented, you know, that, just, that's just so never good. made it, never got the recognition and stuff of that yeah. nature. But um, so, okay. so, so interesting, because you guys had an apartment facing forwards versus backwards, that's why you're an NBA player. <laughs> 
Probably, yeah, because she probably would have came down and, and made, me, made me go right back upstairs. <laughs> How is your mom doing? She's doing really well. She's doing really well. She's out here in Charlotte. But, yeah, um, and your when, sister too, right? Yeah, my sister as well. Yeah. Whenever we have home stretches, though, my mom, she's in New York. She just got back to Charlotte, actually, because we had a, yeah. a yeah. stretch at home. So That's great. Yeah. So I, I don't want to spend a lot of time on this, but you have, you know, one of the greatest runs in NCAA basketball, right? Yeah. It was one of those things that you were in the zone and no matter yeah. what you threw up, you went in, it's Madison Square Garden, you're the hometown kid, yeah. all that stuff. And then you show up to the shit show called the Charlotte Bobcats <laughs> at the time. And I think we win like seven games. Yeah, we won seven I've always wondered, how do you go from the highest of the highs Man. to the lowest of the lows? What, did you, what was going through your head? <laughs> That was like, that was like the most humbling experience, like an athlete can ever have to go through. Like, I literally came from the top of the world. Like, I just came from like a national championship. It was right. It was like a movie type of situation, right? MJ picks you right, out of the right. draft. Get You're drafted, his guy. Like, MJ trades up in the draft, like. <laughs> He trades up for me, and then everybody's telling me, like, yeah, MJ's the one who picked you. Like, you know? Um, so I'm just, like, on a super, super high. And then we have um, – it was a lockout year. Yes, shortened the season. Yeah, shortened the season, and I came back, and, you know, we started playing. It started off well. You know, I think we won our first game. <laughs> Weren't you guys, like, pressing or something? Yeah. Oh, no, that was, that was, that was like, the following year. The following year. We could get to right. that, too. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, the Bobcat year, man, that was, that was definitely very, very humbling. Um, I gotta just, ask you this question, um, Biz, who you and I love, was mm -hmm. a tremendous guy. He made more money than you, though, in the, yeah. that first contract. Did yeah, you ever go like, "Come on, man"? Nah, I just took it for what it was. Yeah. I just took it for what it was. Like everything, just always like for me, if something didn't go my way, I'm just like, "All right, like here we go again." I just got to prove people wrong. Like, yeah, that's just literally how it's always been my whole life. Like, I just always got to prove people. You know, so that's amazing. So it just it just always just kept me working hard. You know what I mean? It just it really just kept me grounded. Like yeah, yeah. I gotta go get it. Like it's amazing. Like you, the, it. the lack of early success and the fact that there was always you know some challenge. Always really always. is what's kept you really grounded. Yeah. That, that is the secret there. Yeah. Um. So you have a great run at charlotte you make three all-star games I, I remember when you made your first one mm -hmm. you you were you could tell that that was something you wanted to check yeah. and what was that like playing in the all-star game oh man it was were you nervous was i was super nervous yeah i was super nervous like <laughs> <laughs> i was super nervous i was in the locker room with like i'm looking around one of us is not yeah. like the other <laughs> i'm like wow like lebron james like mellow and like just all these dudes I looked up to which like right here like and I'm I'm amongst these guys like mm. this is crazy this right. is crazy like it was it was one of the best experiences ever for sure yeah that was super super cool yeah um what was it like playing for team USA and how does that compare to when you play for your country versus mm -hmm. playing for a team or for a school it is was it amazing. different yes it is it is different, you know, just because I think it's just a sense of pride, you know, a sense of like super, super high expectation, yeah, you know, yeah. um, 
Like everybody's watching that, everybody's following that. Then you have these other countries who who really, really, really wants to beat the US. Like, right, right. You know, and they've been playing together for playing years together and for you guys years. are like <laughs> this is our first time playing together. Like and these guys have been playing together for years. Like oh. and they all they want to do is beat the US, you know? So yeah. But it's, it was cool. I, I had a great time, man. You know, I was I, I was with Coach Pop, who yeah. I'm what was a that huge like? fan of. I'm a huge fan of Coach Why? Pop, man, because he just shoots it straight. Yeah. He shoots it straight. No bullshit, man. He just like tells you what it is and you just have no choice but to respect it. And I, I, I love guys like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You know, he uh in many ways he's almost like kind of mature over the game now. Like mm -hmm. he, he realizes that it's a game and you know that you know, sometimes you got it, sometimes you don't. Yeah. And it's yeah. life is bigger than the game. And no, that. for sure. He's yeah. a he's a he's a very, very smart guy. He's a very smart guy and you could you could tell he just has so much knowledge. Yeah. Um, he can teach you so many things. That's like you said, just bigger than basketball, man. It just yeah. and it really is. Sometimes it really is bigger than basketball, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's why he kind of. That's why when 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 guys go into his system, they fit right in. Yeah, you know, yeah, like every yeah. time, like every time for years. So that that's all Coach Pop. He he, he built a certain culture. It's yeah, amazing. Good. Culture does matter, as yeah. as you and I know. So who, did you make? Good friends with any of those teammates, like anybody that you. Because I know you, you're friends with everybody. But yeah. Is there no. anybody that you'll be friends with twenty years from now from the Olympics? Yeah. Um, Chris Middleton. Yeah. Yeah. Chris yeah. Middleton was a super cool guy. He, man. he can play. Yeah. He, oh, he can go. He's, yeah. He's real laid back. Yeah. Real quiet. Um, we got to move him to Charlotte when he retires. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll be trying to get everybody to Charlotte. I'm like, yeah. Everybody, nobody know where they want to retire. Just, just come down just to Charlotte, man. Get some good runs. <laughs> yeah. We got a gym in the <laughs> summer. All right. Um, we got to tell We got to tell the listeners. So we have this run in the summers where you bring a bunch of NBA guys and then we get a few of the Red Ventures guys that can play and then me. Yeah. Right, <laughs> and I, I'll never forget like you calling me over to set a pick on you, and I'm like, this is the funniest thing—a 54 year old running to set a pick for an all star guy. Man, you don't you don't understand how much fun we have during those runs, though. Like all of us, we we talk about that all the time. Even when the season will come along, like when when I was here in Charlotte, yeah. we will go back and talk about those runs. Like it's it's a place for us to get away. You know, sometimes we need to get away and. Yeah. Your spot is a spot, man. There you go. Your spot is oh, a spot. We got to do it again. So let's. Um, you, uh, I know that leaving Charlotte was very hard for you, mm -hmm. and 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 you were, you know, um, open with me, and and we talked a lot about, you know, that you know making sure you wanted to take care of your family, mm -hmm. but also feeling very loyal to Charlotte. Yeah. Um, I'm glad to hear that you still have your place here, and you're coming oh, back, yeah. and. Uh, what what um in general I, I went to school in Boston so I know Boston well I know those fans are mm -hmm. kind of you know Boston fans are Boston <laughs> fans so what are some of the highlights of playing in Boston um some of the highlights for me was was really my teammates yeah like like getting close with Jason yeah like me and Jason super close you know great friends his family um as well as Marcus Smart yeah. Jalen like. That's cool. Like being close with those guys was 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 kind of really the, the highlight for me. Um, right. Like we had such a great time in, in the two years I was there. We became really really close friends. Like like, like I said, with their That's families, cool. their moms, like yeah. girlfriends, like they know my mom and sister. Like we like even Marcus Smart was at my sister's wedding over the summer. Like oh, that's cool. Like you know, and it's like 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 we said earlier. It's it's just. It's bigger than basketball, yeah, you know. Especially yeah. where I'm at in my career right now. Like, yeah, yeah. It's really all about the relationships for me. Yeah. So, all right, so we gotta go there. 
you get you 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 get a chance to sign with the Knicks, uh, kid from New York. Yeah. What uh? Crazy. What what was that, that for was, you? That was crazy. I was actually in in DR with um yeah at my sister's wedding, and my agent got a call, and he told me he's like, yeah, the, the Knicks they want to sign. I think I had just got my buyout from um yeah OKC. Um, yeah, and then from that day on, I'm just like getting random, like just chills and like yeah. So what was it like, like the first game when you saw the Knicks fan rooting for you, like that level? What was that like? It was crazy. It was crazy. Like, like did you get chills? Did yeah. you like you're like just, I'm just am like, I living? In, am I dreaming? Yeah, exactly. I'm just like in awe. Like <laughs> even when I'm in the locker room, I walk in. You know, they, they usually have our stuff set up, you know, like yeah. our jerseys and shorts, whatever. Yeah. And I walk in and I just see the eight, Walker, <laughs> New York. And I'm just like, 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 what is going on? Like, this is, this is unreal. Like, I'm really a kid from New York. Like, I was born and raised yeah, here. Like, yeah, Played yeah. here, high school, <coughs> elementary school. Like, who was your favorite Nick? My favorite Nick? Um, Allen Houston. Oh, interesting. Allen so Houston. Little, you know who mine was? Because in Puerto Rico, we only got two channels. Mm -hmm. We can watch the Bulls and the Knicks. Uh -huh. Because on cable TV, there were two channels from the U.S. I love Bernard King. Bernard King. Okay. Yeah. I didn't get a chance to see Bernard King. You never said, like, yeah, you're yeah. too young. That, that guy. Actually, damn, I can't even say Allen Houston. I messed up on that. Right. I do love Allen Houston, though. I can't <laughs> lie. Love Allen Houston. <laughs> but my favorite Nick is... Patrick Ewing, like oh well, he was your coach yeah, too. I love Patrick. He was my coach, but like being from New York and like yeah, I think I started watching basketball more when Allen was when Allen was playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, of course, I obviously knew about P. Ewing, but it just makes it so much better that he was my coach. Did you did you um did you develop a good relationship with him? Oh man, like yes, great, great, great relationship. We. He texts me like yeah, on the he regular. He just texts me still. Yeah, he texts me He's... on the. I can't believe it sometimes. It's like like Patrick Ewing is just texting my phone, and if I don't text him back, he's like, "Damn man, you don't never text me back." I'm just like, "Wow!" Like I had one of the like... craziest dinners I've ever had. I ended up in a table with uh, with MJ and Patrick mm -hmm. uh, one night. And it literally, I felt like I was in a locker yeah. room. Right? Yeah, was, I, mean, that was that was I know, so I know so many stories going they on. They were giving each other crap. <laughs> they're talking about your favorite coach, and they're yelling at each other. Like, <laughs> your favorite, it was so good. It was so good. I bet it was. Yeah. I bet it was. Yeah, that was that was pretty spectacular. And um, you know, you guys have a pretty good team. I know you you, mm -hmm. you got you know the East is tough. The East is stacked. There's really only two teams that you would say, okay, those are easier outs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Orlando, Detroit, everybody else. Yeah, well, what's man. going on with you in Cleveland? <laughs> they have like seven, seven footers starting. Man, like bro. they play. <laughs> yeah, they. He's the stacking up. The NBA in general is just getting better, man. You getting know? better, isn't like, it? Like players are getting better. Like yeah, everybody is is it's crazy. It's fun. It's fun to watch. Yeah, every night is a yeah. real game. Every every night, man. You really can't take no night. So home. you're playing our Hornets. Um, tell us what you've seen. I'm sure you guys are watching a little tape. Oh yeah, we. First of all, I got to give a shout out to Coach Borrego, man. That's my guy. Yeah, you know, he's, man, he's my guy too. He 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 just he he has this he has these guys moving like just yeah just running and, yeah. and and playing. So I'm just so happy for him. I'm so happy for him and the job that he's done. 
That's great. He no, got paid, which was good. Too. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was definitely. a huge fan of yours. He yeah. was bummed. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. He, he really, he, he really wanted me to stay really bad. I yeah. appreciated that for sure. Um, let's pivot a little bit. I want to talk about the mental aspect of the game. Mm-hmm. You know, we all have a voice in our heads, right? And, oh, and, and the voice um, sometimes is our friend, and sometimes mm-hmm. is not our friend, right? Yeah. And um, you know, what is your self talk usually? I'm, I'm I'm better than this guy. Uh, kind of self-talk or gosh i should be better like where, where was that um never so much better than than the next guy that's not really what i'm thinking about maybe i need to be better or i need to compete harder you know um mm. yeah n- never like i'm just i'm just flat out better than this guy like yeah. my whole thing is like i gotta outwork him and yeah you know i gotta I, being that, you know, I watch film before the game on a guy, you know, I, I would kind of know how he plays defense or, yeah. you know, how I need to guard him. So I'm, I'm, I'm constantly just trying to think of, yeah. you know, those small things that can help me have the advantage. You know, I'm, I'm, I, I, I wouldn't guess you said that. I, I always think that there are competitors that want to kill somebody. Mm-hmm. That's not me. That's not you. Mm-hmm. There's competitors that are afraid of failing. That's not you. Mm-hmm. That's not me. There's competitors that just want to compete against ourselves. We mm-hmm. want to get better. Mm-hmm. You do it a lot better than I do it, right? In any <laughs> regard. But but I could tell that that's what drives you. And yeah. that's why you love the game. Yeah. Like, you, 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 I see you when you come and play in the summers. You're like, I, I'm home when yeah. I'm in the gym, right? <laughs> yeah, man. Like, it's, it's nothing better. It's nothing better. Just, it's an escape. Like, and you know, it's, yeah. it's, it's a chance to get better. It's a chance to compete. Um, and it's a chance to have fun, you know, yeah. which I which I love to do. You know, there's a lot of young uh, boys and girls that want to play professionally, mm-hmm. uh, any sport. But let's stay with basketball. Then tell tell them if they're listening to this, what is really the grind of your job, right? I and mean, really, what it really takes mm-hmm. physically, mentally, commitment, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, um, man, it takes a lot. You know, for me personally. Um, you know, like I said, I was a late bloomer. Um, so it was always proving people wrong. It was always staying longer, mm. doing extra, mm. like, especially because I'm a smaller guy. Like, yeah. I feel like I just always had to like work 10 times harder than a guy who's just a lot taller than me because it just Miles is. Bridges. Exactly. It just is what it is, you know? Um, but the grind is it's real. Like, when I was in college, I would never go home. I would never go home. Like, I did three years of college. Every summer, the campus would be just nobody on campus. And you. Just me. Yeah. Just me and one of my other teammates who we, we just stayed and we grinded all summer long. And it was like, my, I, I definitely did it my last year. Yeah. My, the, my after my sophomore year, that summer going into my junior year, like I stayed in, 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 on campus, and I, I promise you, I never missed a day. Like that's, I, that's I went amazing. so crazy, and everybody probably was just like, "Damn, Kemba got so much better." Like I had that junior year because yeah. of that summer. Like isn't that yeah? You know, like it was crazy. Like I didn't win, win five games in five days for no reason, and then going and win national championship just because, you know, I. Just a few workouts, like I went. Short term playing, long term pleasure. Yep, right. exactly. Got to put in the work, and, exactly. and, and vice versa. Short term pleasure, long term. Yeah, you know, you just got to put that work in. Yeah, just have to. I, so, I am. I'm just so curious now. 
you know, you're, you're, it's a different stage, right? Mm -hmm. How much of this is now taking care of your body? Oh, it's all. Because what, what does like, what does a day of an MBA guy, like today you had yeah. a day off. What, what, what does that typically look like at, in a general day? Um, for me, at the stage of career, at the stage of my career, I'm in, and you know, having knee issues and things of that nature. Like my my whole day is is me literally like taking care of my knee, yeah. like because you know we play every other day. So I right, I'm going into the facility. Um, I'm getting treatment. Then I'm going into the weight room, doing some leg strength stuff, and then I'm going into the pool. Then I I leave. Go home. I got my guy at home. Yeah, working. Who's with me? So we go. We get on the table. We work. Do some stuff. Then I go upstairs. Hop on these machines. Game so ready. Please Norma tell Tech. me that you're not using what Alan Tyson had as put on that, that constrictor. Yeah, I am. I I use I it still too. That's yeah, that's, the that's the most. That's the most painful. It's the thing. most painful. Thing. I do it. I do it every other day. Do you really? Every other day. All right, you just motivate me. I do so it like hard. once a week. I kind of look away from it. It's, it's so hard, man. But, but it, it's so it, it actually works. It yeah. actually works, and it's, it's probably one of the reasons why I'm still playing right now. It's just isolates that yeah. muscle. Yeah, well, man. That's it's, amazing. It's, it's really good. Um, yeah. I know you have a lot of basketball left in the tank, but I assume you're also thinking about what, what is life after. Mm -hmm. um, what, what's, what are possibilities that you, you think about when, when, you, when you retire? Um, you know, it's crazy because growing, like, early, early in my career, like, when people would ask that question, I'm like, man, I don't know, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? so far away, right? like, <laughs> and, then, and then, and then, like, my vets, they'd be like, all right, it's not as far as you think it is, yeah. like, it's not, now I'm, now I'm here, I'm like, Dang. they were right, <laughs> Right, but um, you up there your resume yet? I, oh man, it's crazy. <laughs> but you know, I want to stay in basketball. Like, yeah. So what I've been thinking about personally is building a gym here. Yeah. Like a a big just facility. Dude, you had the lot next to me. I know. Come on, man. I know. I got rid of that, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> I, so I was thinking about just building like this like yeah. facility and just being like a player development guy. That's it. I just want to have kids. I'll sign up. I'm still playing. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> just hey, have listen, guys. I have an idea for us. I'm, I'm starting to think about, you know, um, buying a team in Puerto Rico. Maybe okay. we'll buy a team together. Okay. Right? And then, good. you know what? We just play around with it. Yeah. They, I'm sure we get I'm sure we they're get not that, They're not cheap. I'm but, sure we know, get some good players in Puerto Rico. Yeah, I think so. All right. Done. Sure. Like, uh, I, 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 could, I could help recruit with that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Bad Bunny just bought one, so oh, we got really? some competition. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah we'll buy another one. <laughs> <laughs> that would be, be a lot of fun. Yeah, to that do, would dude. be. That yeah. would be. That's good. Well, I know you've shit. done really well with your money, and you've done all of that. And mm -hmm. you know what? What? Um, who helped you make sure? You know that you, you see all the stats that over half uh, the NBA guys go broke after yeah. a few years in the league. What? What influenced you in that regard? Um, just my future, yeah. you know, and then you know seeing guys like. Just lose their money over the course of the years, um, but you know I, I want to make sure that my you know, my family is is straight yeah. and set, you know, down the line. And then you know I have my guy Long Clark, who's my financial advisor, who does a great job. He helps yeah. me out and you know sends all my stuff monthly. You know, make sure I'm looking over it. Um, you know, helping me with like you know trying to get into investment stuff and, and stuff of that nature. So um, that's good. Which 
I should have started doing earlier. <laughs> I should have started doing it earlier. So now, you know, now I'm learning. Um, yeah. I think it's a great time for me, especially where I'm at in my career. Yeah. Um, it's you know, Larry, kind of Larry Fitzgerald's new. a very good friend of mine. And uh, he, he's like, hey, I want you to look at some of my investments. He sent me like three things. And I said, no, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. He stopped sending them to me. He's like, you're no useful to me. It's like, it's like Larry, you don't send me stuff anymore. <laughs> Larry Fitz, I think Larry was at the game when I played against Pitt, actually. When was I was in college, really? I think he. Well, you should ask him oh, about that. Oh, we got to I think he was actually. I think he was actually at that game. I yes. remember seeing him on the sideline. Crazy. And he went to Pitt, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I think he yeah. came to that game. Yep. That is crazy. Yep. <laughs> so, so what has uh, basketball taught you about life? Mm. Um, basketball has man, it's, it's taught me so much. I think. For the most part, like I said earlier, is the relationships, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the most part, I think it's it's how to treat others, you know, because everybody is so different. Like mm. everyone is so different. Like, you know, as a leader, one thing I've learned is, you know, some people can take criticism in different ways. Mm. You know, some people like you can yell at one guy, another guy you probably can't yell at is. No, we know, you know a few of those. Because, because he might not take it the same way. <laughs> you see? <laughs> like, you know, and it's that's that's kind of how life is. Yeah. Like that's how, how do you I, want your teammates to remember you? Um I want my teammates to remember me as a guy who 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 always just left it out on the court yeah. and, and just a guy who never cheated the game. Yeah. That's how I want them to remember me. Like yeah. forget all the points. Forget all the stats. Forget all the accolades. Yeah. Like, I want him to rem- remember me as a guy. Like, like I ain't gonna lie. Like, Kemba never cheated the game. Like, yeah. he always worked. He always prepared himself. Yeah. To possibly have a good game, you know. You know, I um, I never remember you taking a night off, mm-hmm. you know, in, in the game. Mm-hmm. I know there were a couple times that there were a couple players irritating you, right? Yeah. But that was the, <laughs> did you remember the game? It was the fourth quarter. We were, like, down eight. Uh-huh. You were, like, you know, not happy. And I bet you a bottle yeah. one if you uh, scored 20, 20 points in the quarter. You remember <laughs> that? Do. And I, you had 21 I, in I the fourth quarter. <laughs> I was like, oh, my goodness, he's going to do it. I think it. I did. I think I, I definitely remember that. I definitely remember. I wonder what game that was. Oh, my goodness. That was one of the greatest stories. So I'm like, oh, I'm just going to buy cases of wine when they go undefeated. I need, I need, a, I need a little bit of motivation. <laughs> I need some motivation that night. That's <laughs> uh, so why you like pop so much. Yeah. One, of, one of them NBA nights, man, you know. Yeah. The, the NBA is crazy, man. So many games. and You're on the road all this time. Yeah, it's dragging. That has to be Awful on sleep. It's yeah, it's tough. It's like so like discipline comes into play so 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 much. Yeah. Like it's it's the craziest thing how much discipline you have to have. Yeah. Like and that's another reason why I think I'm still around because yeah. Yeah, you've always this over the years. You no, know, I've had just just great discipline. Yeah. You know, I mean, don't get it twisted. Like I'm no square. You know, like I definitely. You know, go out and you know, yeah, have fun, yeah, but yeah, yeah. You, know, you just have to know how to how to how to and when balance. to do it. Yeah, when and you no, know, it's 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 just a balance. You know, um, yeah. some guys just overdo it, yeah. and that's why they yeah. they don't they don't make sure. it. They don't yeah. last long. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, Kemba, I, uh, 
I want to let you go out of, out of respect for your time. I, I'm so you. grateful. I, you just landed here and just took a car to come here. Just says, it's, it's just who you are, dude. <laughs> um, uh, I, uh, I'm not going to wish you a lot of luck tomorrow. I want you to have a great game. But I want you to lose by one. But I, I want you to have a great season. I appreciate uh, you. And I, I, I want to I see another magical run at MSG and, you know, the lights go on there. And, yes, sir. Uh, I'm very proud of you for the human you are. I appreciate you so much, Rick. Thank you, man. All right, brother. Thank you. Thank you, Kemba. For the listeners, I hope you can appreciate how much I admire and respect my friend. Seeing him again was true joy for me. Here are the three things I learned from our conversation. Number one is centered around the power of humility and how it helps us maintain an underdog mentality. Someone that is at this elite level does it by caring and learning from his teammates and respecting their opponents. And number two is that success is not reserved for those that get there first. It is also the right for those who are persistent and relentless, giving all towards something they love. It reminds me of something I heard recently, that we don't thrive in spite of our adversity, but because of it. And number three is this mindset of not cheating the game. We play many games in our lives, some as father and mothers, some as husband and wives, some with our employers, some with our friends. Not cheating the game means bringing our very best every day, no matter what is going on. Thank you, Kemba. I hope to see you in Charlotte very soon. Rick shared his three things, but we want to know your takeaways as well. Tweet at Rick Elias to let us know your thoughts on this conversation. And be sure to check out additional content, videos, and more at our blog, threethings.redventures.com. Thanks for listening.